Hey folks, welcome back. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Jules, Tales from New Orleans. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's a good life, babe.com. Jeff and Joel sells from New Orleans. It's episode 175. It's a, uh, you know what it is? It's one of those 1980s clip show episodes, Jeff, you know? No. You remember, you remember no. how, no, remember how, like, <laughs> don't you remember how, like, uh, what was it, like Happy Days? When they just ran out of budget, they were just do a clip show. I don't understand. The clip, come on, Dave, clip, help me out here. In other words, we're not getting paid. It's, it's like an all-star. It's like an. It's, it's like the greatest hits. You're calling. Oh yeah. You're yeah. getting no new material. You're getting. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. getting Fonzie jumping the shark. Literally, you're getting uh-huh. all. You're getting all the greatest hits. Who can we get yeah. to like come when, in for free? Like when the, we're calling Rick Farmer, we're calling. We're getting Dave Clinton. We're getting all the people to come oh. in for free. And say the same stuff they've already talked to us about. <laughs> it's the great. And so, folks, as we start on that note, um, thank you for tuning in. We've got Randy Perez here over on the mixing board. Yo. And Randy, our uh, most reliable last minute guest. Thank you yeah, no for problem. being that dude. Yeah. We've got Dave Clemens, the godfather of uh, Oak Street and. Podcasting. And podcasting. <laughs> and walking out on the middle of a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you heard about that one? No, I didn't. Oh, that was another one. That was a different one? Yeah. Wait, okay, let's start with oh, that. Dave Clemens. A man uh, Chevrolet that walked out in the you middle did. of it. Okay, family. real quick. Dave Clemens, our buddy from Snake and Jake. Just like I'm doing right now. <laughs> so what, what happened, bro? I thought it was over. I'd had a couple of drinks and I just decided to leave. And apparently it wasn't over. <laughs> and so they just had dead air? So they, they went um... They went looking for me. I walked all the way from the NOAC back to Circle Bar. They got in their little car and went looking for me. Was it, how was it a little car? Was that like a smart car? You know, I don't know if it was a tank. It could have been a tank. Instead it was a little car. No. We like details on it. It's good like maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get back with you on So, this. and then, did they, were they able to complete the episode? They didn't, actually. They, Damn. They, they finished it off right then and there. They put it... <laughs> they put it may, out of its mercy. No. May I say, with a good life, it's a good life, babe. Not only we have had like guests walk out, and yet we still persevered, finish the show. Yeah. We've had host blackout. I was going to say, what about the <laughs> and host? And still finish the show. That is it's true. Ha- it has happened. Yeah, it was it's true. not you, Joel. I don't know what you're talking about, no, Dave. No, With a little bit of coaching, no, it's no, true. That's right. That's right. I know Jeff wouldn't do anything like that. No, of course. No, no, no. no. Responsible adult. Jeff is our uh, guiding rod. Or rod. You shall inherit the guiding rod. Is that a sitcom? The guiding rod. The guiding rod, rod of our life. That goes on some list. We got a bunch of people in the house. Cut, here, start over. We have about 15 casts here tonight. We're going to do, again, it's the, uh, it's, the greatest, it's the greatest hit show, folks. Um, and look, Man, just, this is probably too late to say this, but hopefully early enough. Don't do it, Jeff. Don't get married. No. <laughs> no. Good segue. Segway. No, 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 no. We're here celebrating uh, Jeff uh, Jeff's upcoming nuptials to, to Tracy uh, this coming Saturday. So we got a bunch of friends in the house. A lot of friends who came in for... Uh, the the wedding. Uh-huh. We've got some people from uh, Amsterdam. We've got Cousin Andy. We've got... I came from Uptown. You came from Uptown, exactly. <laughs> Long ass way, man. I was, actually a, I was actually in a wedding planning meeting yesterday, Jeff. And a funny thing was like, 
uh, one of your your fiance's uh, like best friends. How many do you have? One of your one of your <laughs> one of your exactly. no. but no one of your friend one of your fiance's friends oh. uh, was doing her analog note taking right because uh-huh. I was doing my uh-huh. digital note taking as uh-huh. I wanted to. And she was like, I don't think I can write down people's nicknames in this logistical process. So she was writing down Brian Nugent. <laughs> and I was like, dude, Ooh. I can't even tell you. Exactly. That's what I said. I was like, I lived with Griper for two years. Oh, I, got a, I got a piece of mail that said Brian Nugent. I was like, return to sender. I was like, this dude doesn't live here, man. You know what I mean? And so eventually, and, then, and I, I let her go. I let it go. You know, I was like, cool, we'll just call it Brian Nugent. She was like, so the flower girls are Brian Nugent and Adele Nugent. Because she thought Adele, Wheeler and Marla's Adele, was Griper's daughter. That that makes sense. Why would we have Griper be a flower girl if it wasn't associated with his own daughter? You know what I mean? That's what her, she was thinking, clearly. Uh-huh. I'm speculating. Well, if I ever get married, he will definitely be a flower girl. Fucking right, man. He makes the perfect sense for doing that. So then we were like, I was like, I can't even tell you what Meatball's name is, and like, <laughs> oh, no, and forget about Squid, <laughs> like, you know, the whole nine yards, and so it was funny, that, and because we were at the DBA having the meeting, and, and Michael Cohn, which now I'm saying Michael Cohn, because he rolls up, and he's like, you know, I'm overhearing a conversation, I really would appreciate if my friend Ruth would start call, stop calling me Fuzz. As introducing to other people. Guess what right, we're gonna right. guess what we're gonna keep calling. And I was like, you know what? We're gonna call you Fuzz, bro. <laughs> so Fuzz, Fuzz is handling the venue Fuzz. for your wet for your wedding reception at DBA on Saturday. All Getting right. married at uh, at City Park under an oak tree. Yes. Yeah, man. It's gonna be good, bro. Yeah, and then uh, like you said, Walter at uh, DBA, DBA after yeah, yeah exactly it's gonna be a throwdown plus we're gonna it's gonna there's a little godfather theme that's come up you know like uh, we're, we're the two wedding parties this is cool because a lot of times the bride and the groom like you don't see each other before the ceremony of vows uh-huh. and we're doing the whole right. wedding party at Ralph's by the park right. and then we're doing the godfather processional with the full-on music, with Edgar Jubilee members playing the tune. No, that's not happening now. It's not. I don't uh, think it is. I think it is, and and we're gonna we're gonna walk on down, and it's gonna be a Godfather-style good time. We're gonna have the monkeys at Snake and Jigs late <laughs> after the DBA. No. <laughs> yeah, I know that Jeff's See, favorite band. No. And that is a good callback to the 1980s. I'd go see the monkeys at Snake and Jigs. <laughs> So would I. Yeah, definitely. Is that piano tuned in? <laughs> the piano is long gone. Oh. Ed Volker was the only one who could actually play it. But a lot of other people thought they could play it. There were like eight keys that were out of tune. Jeff, you probably not never had the pleasure of tickling the ivories over there. I you? took piano lessons when I was really young. Really? Yeah, for four years. Is that why you switched to guitar? <laughs> <laughs> it was. No. I couldn't stand the fact that it was just sitting there, and I had a. You couldn't I, go like this. And I couldn't move it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Couldn't swing the hair. Around. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Other than like Rick Wakeman and and uh, Emerson Lake, and well, who's the one? Emerson, right? Emerson Lake. Keith yeah. Emerson. Right. You know, you, 
Garth Hudson yeah. from the band. Where do you get Where do you get somebody who's cool on keys, man? Jerry Lee. Jerry, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Little Richard. Well, I guess you know. That was no, back in the Richard day. Little Richard didn't really play too much piano. <laughs> Chopin. <laughs> Beethoven. I know, but those kick, those guys kicked ass. <laughs> bunch, bunch of rock stars. Come on, man. Back in the eighties, you don't remember the eighties? <laughs> I don't remember. Eighteen, eighteen hundreds. Wait, so you took piano for four years? Yeah, when I was a kid. What was uh, your favorite piece to play? Uh, it was all like this, like garbagey book stuff, you know, and. Uh, it was, Were you any good? I was good for a bit, but I just I wasn't into it, you know. So I quit music for a few years, and then I went back to guitar. Like like not, you were already playing guitar before piano. No, uh, oh. I just quit. And, and then got into guitar. And then when I was fifteen, I got back into guitar. Yeah. What? It's <laughs> my girlfriend. Pastor the frog. Crow. And no. folks, you're also hearing some noise from the other room. We have it is a big party happening here at the uh, Maison de Ville. Yeah, we got lots of guys coming in, rolling in, partying. Are you it's trying to get a, rid of me already? No, not yet. No, Damn. it's a pod. We got lots of people here, Dave. Go. It's a pod party. No, Dave, what else you got, bro? Like, what's look, oh, man? Put me on the, the spot. Again, you're on the Godfather, bro. Look, but, but your brother's funny. Uh, uh, bro. Oh, oh, the gauntlet. The gaunt Cranston Clemens. Uh, he is pretty hard. He's a Bruh. hard act to follow. <laughs> Bruh. I can't remember. Is he older than you? Yeah. So you follow him. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody's older than me. <laughs> I thought of a new idea today. What's that? I'm going to become age neutral. Oh, dude. I'm not going to be old or young. I'm not creaky neutral either. I'm going to be old. <laughs> <laughs> It gets worse. Now, if Cranston was here, he could raise the... Oh, no! Oh! <laughs> shit. Goddamn, dude. Ah, there he is. There I'm he here. Is. There he is. Guess yeah. who made it? He got some long-ass hair now. I'll be growing it out a bit. Yeah, Folks at home, well, uh, but... big smiles play well on audio. <laughs> and, and Jeff just had the biggest smile ever as, uh, as, uh, as our all-time all-star producer, uh, Spencer, rolled in the house. Does it, does, it mean, does it mean I get bumped? What's up? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, if, if it's awkward, if it's an awkward thing. <laughs> I think we're picking up his levels from there. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to project a little. <laughs> Could you turn this mic down a little bit? <laughs> Could you turn it off? No. I think the first time I met you was with these guys at Bonnaroo. In a trailer. No, it was before that at a podcast. At Bonner, in a trailer at Bonnaroo. It was at Bonnaroo. I thought it was here. Because no. we really hit it off while at yeah. Bonnaroo. I thought I'd met you before. No. I, I just assumed I did because we hit it off so well. Well, we we apparently had both smoked a whole lot of weed. Well, we can do that again tonight. Well, <laughs> producer Spencer, everybody, man. It's so good to see you, bro. It's been a little... It's been a minute... It's good to see your hair is uh, is Hall of Fame hair, buddy. What type of shampoo do you use? <laughs> and we're gonna uh, get, we're gonna get you in here, man. It's the guy with the kangaroo, the the Aussie, the the uh-huh. the, the cheap brand. I don't suppose I could prevail well, upon you right. for another one of these. Yep. <laughs> and that's original producer, by the by the way. Oh, sure. something just went out. Fucking Spencer. Oh, uh, it was definitely me. Sprite. I already opened. Oh uh, yeah, the, the pot. 
the the power went out that was Spencer. Uh, hey Spencer, <laughs> just tread lightly, buddy. Tread lightly. There's that chair. It's over like there. George Martin produced all the Beatles stuff. Just kind of. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Slide on it. Like I get a shot of this. His ass in Jeff's face. A like, good shot there, Jeff. What you say, right. Jeff? We lost it. What happened? Damn. All right, we're gonna pick it up, and uh, it's gonna be two parts. Right. Okay, so then I'm gonna have to put it together. Damn it! So wait, now I'm getting a. F- this is just classic Spencer. Sure. So we can mention that on part two. You want to come sit in my lap? <laughs> Share the same mic. He could grab this one. If you sit there, you could just. Oh, we can we can mooch it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Three, Three, two, one. Spencer in the house, dude. Just, uh, just fucked Clearly up. Clearly, Spencer in my house. It's that level of a fuck. Folks, up. we're we're not gonna ask Jeff to do a, a nice, easy edit on this. We're just gonna do a hard cut. Cause uh, Spencer, I love you, dude. You just came in here and just like cut the power out. <laughs> like uh-huh. you just, uh-huh. you just cut the thing. I'm to, a power trip. You're oh, a power tripper, bruh. Uh-huh. You're a power tripper. But uh, we're going to get you on the mic here in a bit. And of course, you can continue to yell from the sidelines, and that's all good because we love you. And that's that's your role. Um, what else we got for a minute? We got, wouldn't well, have it any other way, Joel. You wouldn't have it any other way. Dave Clemens, man. You trying to get rid of me? No, already? I'm, not right, doing, I'm not doing a pass Just along. Just got another drink coming over. Uh, Rich VK, the, ri- the original producer. Yeah. And, fr- and friends of the good life will remember that Rich VK has taken a lot of heat over the years. Oh. Uh, for uh, showing up at our initial <laughs> podcast, uh, bringing uh, the hummus from Shia. Ah. And it's been a recurring joke. And Wait, had... why did you get guilted for bringing delicious hummus well, to the he, show? Because he showed up high on mushrooms or something. Mm. No, not the guy that works for the thing, but this other guy. Designer drugs. Designer drugs. And uh, Rich, fortunately, is one of our professional friends who doesn't ask us to uh, delete the podcast that they're on when we talk about designer <laughs> drugs. So we appreciate does that. Does this go through like the, the FCC? It's, it's, see, it, cle- it doesn't. It's the interwebs. It doesn't go through it's the, the FCC. Interwebs. You no, can do whatever you no. want. I mean, look, say see, whatever see, 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 Donald, see Donald Trump. But Rich VK, you're going to hopefully get on the mic here in a minute, and, and we love you. But the, it's just so funny and brand on that you brought the Shia today. Uh, or the thousand figs. Thousand figs, even thousand better. Because Jeff and I have had about a, a hundred follow-up podcast talks with various people. And we always say, can that type of food be so good? And most people say, you know what? Thousand Figs is better, bro. Mm. They, yeah. they did. Yeah. And it can't be that elevated. I said that. Somebody's yeah. waving around a bunch <laughs> of hummus over there. <laughs> so Rich, the, the original producer of Rich VK is here. Could I have uh, a bourbon and hummus? <laughs> oh my god this drink. show is all producers right now that's right Me? it is I'm not a producer the thing about Dave like I just met Dave like what was it like I don't know maybe like three months ago off and on like every time I'm in New Orleans the only time like literally the only times I go out that oh, I've been man. hanging out with him and the only conversations we have is about Morgus <laughs> Morgus the magnificent the it's, it's literally world. like, oh, it's Dave. Let's talk about Morgus for like five hours. Until and Randy, you did really a drunk. whole show on Forget that. about Fast you did a whole Domino. Show. He, well, I helped him Morgus. out. Morgus. The Mary Nibbles. 
No, I'm saying you did a whole podcast on It's a Good Life, Babe, about Morgus. Did we? Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't remember It's that. on there. So I just, I just, I'm, I'm notorious for the one that e. argued about the balloons. Oh, we, dude, that yeah. one too. Yeah. We, won't, we won't get into that. I don't remember. Yeah. I can't I don't remember, even remember what it was about. But. I can't remember. You know, we, we did 75 minutes on Morgus with you on the mic. It's there. Go to itsagoodlifebabe.com. Just search Morgus. Uh, listen to episode. all the podcasts except the ones that I'm on. Right. Because, I, because you lived it. And so. that's, that's right. And that's why I don't listen to them either. Um, but I do recall that <laughs> yeah. we talked about Morgus. I know for all about that. <laughs> well, you're not from here. You don't know about Morgus. I, well, I learned from I learned from this guy oh, okay. across uh-huh. the thing. Well, not just me. Right. I'm sure you. I mean, I, I can I can learn I can, can learn okay. things. But but Morg- like how to produce a podcast. I can no. learn like Morg- Morgus was in some other markets actually. Yeah, he was he was he was in uh, he was in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, he moved to Detroit in in the '60s, and then he they they had a small time in the '80s when he was distributed in New York. He was in a band up there. A lot of people don't know. He cut a lot uh-huh. of. You know what's crazy is they cut a lot of records, uh-huh. like a lot of 45s. With like uh, some of them were, you know, set up, there was one that's like a surf, punk, surf rock thing, surfing Morgus. Yeah, and then there's a couple ones that it's just like 45s of him just talking. Don't get me started. All right, Lincoln Reagan. Uh-huh. Lincoln, man, this is going downhill as soon as he got here. As soon as Spencer came here, we were rolling. Well, I came here to disturb. Damn, man. you're a disruptor, buddy. It's, I love it. It's what I was born for. Yes, <laughs> good condition right there. It's a disturbance in the force. So you and so you so Randy, you and you and Dave Clemens here know each other primarily versus I can't believe through you. Through more no, no, we actually know through Jason Affolder. Oh, that's true. Jason yes. Affolder, yeah. right. So uh, a, a about filmmaker. The same, same difference. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Low level New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ever, since, ever since I said your brother was funny, I'm just catching you over here. <laughs> it's going to stay. You want to keep getting it? <laughs> Good. I deserve it. Uh-huh. So, oh, shit. What else? What prompted you all to start this uh, podcast, by the way, if I may be? So bold as to ask, Jeff, Joe. Oh, that's well, between them two. They just found oh. me at Pals one night. I think years ago we had the idea and we wanted to try it out. And I, would, I would say it was more Joel's idea than mine. And nobody discouraged you. Said no, nobody. Well, don't do it. We were uh, we were on we were discussing. We were having conversations on production golf carts at various video production. On location shoots, no golf clubs, and no golf clubs on like, golf carts, not like, about okay. golf carts, like Bonnaroo, and it was mostly Bonnaroo. So we're driving around, we're talking, and then we're a lot of times those guys budget. You really look important when you're Rick, driving around. In you a do, golf cart. dude. But pre nine eleven, you could go into the Super Bowl with a golf cart, a clipboard, or a. And so uh, our buddy Rick Farman, who runs Bonnaroo. Whose office was in yeah. the his oh, first yeah. office was in the That's Snake right. and Jake storeroom. Start. What are you, you talking about? You gave him a start, Dave Clemens. <laughs> um, he those guys uh, had us come out and shoot video or whatever, and that's really. I mean, we had met before, but that's really really when we started getting chatty because some years they didn't have the budget to give us separate hotel rooms, so you had to start talking uh, about True Breeze right at the first at the top of the morning, and until you go to bed. So you, you slept I mean? in the same single bed. Different single beds. There might have been a cot for somebody. For the, remember, we had the cot for the uh, uh-huh. for a boy from uh, Nashville who was our intern. We had a cot there for him. Yep, we sure but, did. But uh, Derek, Derek, thank you. Shout out to Derek. Yeah. God damn it, wherever you're at. 
He was the best intern we've ever had. I'm looking squarely at Spencer. Oh, Spencer. Well, you know what they say, God is king. Um, I'm shocked I pulled that up. Me know, too. With all the drugs that I'm on right now. <laughs> yeah, let's, I mean, do you want to, like, let the elephant out in the room? Or, you know, we can just... What you mean? Oh, the fact that you got a little, you got a little chemo brain, and you got a little drugs going through your system, and uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, that's I'm, why it makes more sense now, <laughs> right? Well, that's why I was trying to offer you the weed. I'm uh, uh, on a new regimen of chemotherapy that so far seems to be working. Yeah, I heard and, some good uh, results today. Yeah, I had some good results today fucking right dude you know so uh awesome it's it's this one is kind of beating it back and he's giving me the week off uh because uh of the wedding yeah so oh, oh so nice of him <laughs> <Isn't it nice? laughs> so consider let's have the wedding and the hospital well he wanted my energy up. to be up you know as much as it could be for and you Saturday. brought us over and I brought y'all over. And only, yeah, and only, <laughs> only one person can do accents on the show between Jeff and Joel. So I'm not going to try and do Zito's accent, but you should. Oh no! With my mouth condition right now, is, I wouldn't be able to do it. Is that the doctor? I can't. I'm going to make it sound like a leprechaun. What, is it I, I just go to. Like Dr. Dr. He's, he's Australian. <laughs> he's Australian. And I always he's go from to Melbourne. He's well, from I Melbourne. I can do Australian. Can you do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> my English accent. Sounds Australian. It's like, Jeff, you're my favorite patient ever. Uh, Why do you sound like Dr. Strangelove? I don't know. I I know I vacillate between, like, German and Leprechaun anytime I try and do any accent. (laughs) If he keeps the women, we could have an 8 to 2 ratio. Uh Jeff (laughs) must have... (laughs) There's no fighting in the war room. Jeff must have cocaine for his wedding. I mean, he basically said that, you know? The pharmaceutical version of whatever. It's a little bit shy of that. <laughs> so you're, but, getting, you're getting a respite from the chemo so you can get married. Uh, that's basically it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a week? Uh, yeah, a week off. So next... Uh, Thursday, I'll resume. So you're going to be at Snake and Jake's all every night. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, man. all of his wedding guests will be there. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish I could have a drink. Oh, you man. Know? How is how? Do, let me just ask you because I uh, haven't asked you this. Uh, go ahead. And you and I are always pretty candid together uh-huh. on these things. Probably more so on mic than off. Uh-huh. And uh, we've spent a lot of time together during this process. How is it like not drinking and like? Having me and Griper come over last night and drink bourbon until like eleven o'clock while we're hanging out with you, I gotta imagine it's tough. But you tell me. Well, if it's cheap bourbon, <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> the, the smell doesn't carry oh, right. as much. <laughs> right. But if it's like Buffalo Trace or above, yeah. then it, it it wafts over to me and oh, I can smell it a little bit. Well, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh man, god damn it, that'd be great. Plus, seeing oh, these god, idiots probably makes you go like, right I don't want to drink, I don't want to be like these guys. <laughs> Hell, what There's right? part, there's part of that too. Give see, me another twenty minutes. You'll, see, I you'll thought, quit drinking forever. <laughs> Joel, I thought you were gonna ask him like, how does it feel to be about to get married? Oh. Like, and you're like, how does it feel for me and Griper to be drinking whiskey in front of you? About the same. Well, that's what our listeners want to hear. Um, so. 
Yeah, Griper did say to me like his he, were, he was coming out like when I was coming in the other day. He's gay, and he was like, yeah, yes, "Jesus Christ, you are funnier than Cranston." No, 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 no I think no, you no, just surpassed Cranston. No, no, no. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, our boy." I was in New York. How's your boy doing? Blah blah blah. He's like, "Yeah, he just told me I look like shit." <laughs> Like in the sense of like, and he did. That's the nicest you know? thing he said to him. Yeah, like, like you that. know. Uh, he hasn't said that anything nice to me in years. That, uh, anyway, the bags under the eyes and the whole thing. But Griper <laughs> does have this new hair product. So it's called collagen. It's a natural thing. and It's it's growing his it hair. It sounds out. natural. Yeah, exactly. It sounds natural. Is it a male enhancement? Um, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about Randy, Randy is Did just shaking know about his, his head at us. But, 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 but for real, I mean, Jeff, like, it's hey, like. I went to the doctor to get, I get tested every now and then because I had hepatitis. And me and the receptionist started yakking. I said, my hands were dry. So she goes, well, I got something called Curious by Britney Spears and gives me some hand lotion. So me, me and the receptionist were bonding over hand lotion from yeah, Britney Spears. Yeah, but how Spears. good did it work? It worked great until I dumped a bunch of ink on my Let hands. Let the sponsors know, Curious by Britney Spears works great until really you dump a bun well. on your, until you dump too much. Ink. Fake. Add. Ink. Ink. Got it, we Spencer. got to show uh, Randy how to do the echo effect. Yeah, where the fuck does that? I don't know. This is a new board. It's crazy. Uh, which one is me? There's one that says uh, special effects. Also, I'll keep talking. I'll find it. There cool. we go. What do you got? Is this Fake. A... No. Nope, that's not it's it. It's just blue. Right? You try to, so I see you, you have You try to do that with your mouth. Yeah, you were like, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Well, I lean into the echo. You just let me find it. I lean into the echo. That's what I do. You just tell me when you're ready. And I'll ready, ready. And also, hey, folks. I want to say something as we're fixing this problem. But Bye, don't, do it, don't do it now, real quick. Give me a second, Randy. But little homie just walked in, oh, and uh, he has his rant of the week. Do we need a rant? No, we don't. Here, and we, I, we do. Well, I can get. I can give him the chair because no, his microphone's right. Spencer, here. back off. Or there you go. Oh, there, there, there it is. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's, that's great. Fame. Fame. That's what I want. That's what I want. Country music. Give me some echo. Well, we've had these traditions on the podcast, Jeff, where we've done like little uh, organic gags. One of them was the fake out of the week. One of them was the dog out of the week and the echo and stuff. Little up. homie just came in and he was like, I've gotten re- to- yesterday on his birthday. I called him. Little homie's birthday was yesterday. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make your birthday. And uh, he was like, I do get requests from people who like me on your podcast if we could just edit just my segments. Huh. Oh. Uh-huh. That, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that. that's a new one. And I was like, dude, uh, we don't edit you scrub. Remember, that was from the beginning. Yeah, of course. We don't. That's He's for an bad. echo effect. Do you, do you need me now? You need we to, need an echo effect. You need oh, wait, to, go ahead. Yeah. We don't edit you scrub. There you go. That's a we have a, that's a one policy. Morgan. Yeah, I think. That's the policy. Morgan. If you're gonna list, listen, listen, you, you have to be bored to death to get to the places that you like. And that's <laughs> there's absolutely no order on Wait, I, us no, right now. I see a hook coming towards me. I see a long I think a hook, hook might be coming in for Dave Clemens right now. A hook right is now. coming. Dave 
I know you're only halfway through your Give drink. Give a but I little think... bit of echo before yes. they. <laughs> Jeff, I wish we had some. Congratulations! Nice. Oh, thank you on so much. Upcoming nuptials. All right. <laughs> Where's that going? Cool? Am I going to see you there? Out? I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, I'm, uh, Wait, you're not. You're not. Is that it? Like, you're not going to like clap them away or anything? Let's or clap them like, with an echo. See you away. Let's clap them with an echo. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Dave, Dave, he's my backup. <laughs> yeah, no, he true. follows. What? He ain't no Teddy Bridgewater. This is this is stepping up. This is improving. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is replacing a goy with a Jew. Okay. Oh. This is what it's about right what now. What? Okay. Let's oh, see. what does that even mean? It sounds great. Let me see. We got here. Hey, where? Love you, man. Randy Perez. What's going on? Greetings, greetings. Justin, we're, we're hot. We're hot. <laughs> we're hot, <laughs> hot there, little homie. Well, listen, let me say hello. Excuse me. Let me say hello to all my dear friends here tonight, first of all, and also say hello to the loyal listening public out there attending It's a Good Life Babe.com. Wherever you are, like in your mom and dad's basement as a 40 year old listening to the show right now, whoever you are, I really appreciate your devotion to the show and the fact that you've been following all of us so closely, especially Randy Perez and I. All right. And listen, I also I just want to say, all right, because I'm really excited to be here tonight. Okay, that I'm not sure if all you listeners and all my friends are aware, but if you've been following the podcast, I just returned to New Orleans a few weeks ago after traveling for an entire year. Right, I called in a couple times if you've been listening, did a couple rants as I've been traveling, but it's been an entire year since the last time I've been here, and I've sat at this table with my buddies and done the podcast, so it's a fantastic night, and all of the you know wonderful praises that I leaped, you know, lumped upon being an expatriate and traveling around, the fact that it's so cheap and it's so wonderful out there. If you recall, I was talking about the two-bedroom house that I had on the beach in Mexico, all my travels throughout Thailand and Cambodia and all the amazing times I had. And yet, people, coming back here a few weeks ago and being here for the past few weeks <laughs> has been the highlight of my year. I'm so happy to be back here looking at Jen O'Dell, for instance, all right? Not, she's not speaking. That's when she's the most beautiful, as an example. Okay, everybody. All right, everybody. She knows that's the truth. But, but seriously, folks, this has been an amazing three-week run that is now culminating with this incredible event that we're about yep. to attend of the marriage of Jeff and Tracy. It all started three weeks ago. The bar mitzvah. The, it all started, Dancing yes, around atheism our, you know, the in friend, the synagogue. The friend of the podcast, Daniel Weiner, his only son, Julian, got bar mitzvah a few weeks ago. And that was the kickoff. Right. I had just gotten back here. Everyone flew into town. We used the bar mitzvah as a reason for like a, yet another midlife crisis and all of us guys going crazy. He didn't realize that we were going to take over his bar mitzvah and strip it of all religious or cultural significance and really just turn into a vodka drinking performance. But that's what happened and we're really, really proud of that. That was an amazing weekend that was incredible. But may I say in sincerity, I want you to get back to your rant. Julian really thoughtfully talked about his identity as a Jewish person relative to faith. Yes. And 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 maybe lack of faith. And it was pretty 
inspiring and intellectual. Well, yeah, let me make a slight digression before I just get back to my speech and say, I helped Julian Weiner with that speech. You did. I helped him write it. It was amazing. And and let me say also, because it's kind of interesting, when he first gave me his speech, okay, he's having a bar mitzvah in a few days, and he hands me the speech, and the first lines, Jeff DeVille, were, well, I'm an atheist. I don't really believe in any of this stuff. (laughs) That's what his speech was, as he was about to be in front of the Haftorah, honor the six million in the Holocaust by saying he doesn't believe I gotta say, like right? that's the most Jewish speech you could give. Though <laughs> this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, yes, we could all have been six million and one, but there were only six million, and I felt that this was not the exact attitude that he wanted to present, and so I adjusted it slightly. And Joel, you might remember that what I recommended to him was to say instead of that he doesn't believe in all this crap, that the inconsistencies and the doubts presented in the text of the Old Testament reflect the inconsistencies and doubts that we all experience in our own lives as we consider faith and the application of religion and that it made it more real and more applicable because it wasn't so perfect and that it was riddled with these problems and inconsistencies. That was my contribution, all right? Well done. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, yeah, continue with your... Now, yeah, back to the main point that it all started with this bar mitzvah a few weeks ago and then it moved on the next weekend to our dear friend Marcus's wedding. Right, that we all attended. This was an incredible event, people. He had his ceremony in Congo Square in Louis Armstrong Park. That's like the cultural musical center of the city. Did the second line into the square and then had this party at the Maple Leaf Bar that we've talked about many, many times, usually in relationship to Joel's antipathy for the bathrooms at the Maple Leaf, but also because it's a legendary institution that since Professor Longhair and James Booker, you know, the greatest music in New Orleans, has passed through for all these years. And that was an incredible event. Again, so many people flying into town, so many social responsibilities, so many nights that we had to go out, and it hasn't stopped. It's continuing on now because it's reaching its climax, Randy Perez. And may, I, All right? and may I interject real quick? I know you know how to keep your train of thought. That Marcus wedding at Congo Square, first of all, it's Congo Square, you know, yep. and, and, and it's, you know, where Jazz was born, where sleeve, uh, sleeves, free sleeves. <laughs> No, there were sleeves. They were sleeves. They were sleeves. Yeah, he's calling them sleeves now. He's short. I think that's for the hashtag. Hashtag sleeves. Um, And it was a beautiful, gorgeous ceremony. And then Marcus, like we've known him forever, Um, and he had a lot of family come in that we had not met before. Just like we're about to meet a lot of Tracy's family, um, Jeff's soon-to-be wife. That's right. And um, who don't know anything about New Orleans. And we're sitting. I had multiple people. I was like, I didn't know how he had such a significant type family because, you know, in my family, I have a significant type family, but they don't come to town or whatever. And they, uh, two or three different people, like sisters, aunts, cousins, came up to me at some point and were like, oh, okay, I see why Marcus like it's here. Y'all cool. <laughs> and of course, what was running through your head is how can I hook up with a hot black chick again? Because that's your ultimate goal, and that's your birthday present to yourself each year. That correct? that and riding a horse is <laughs> in the second line are the two things. Uh, but continue, please. Okay. Me. So the point is that it's been this incredible run of three weeks, starting with the bar mitzvah, an intense parting period. No bar mitzvah has been celebrated with greater vodka drinking intensity than Julian Weiner's bar mitzvah. On to Marcus's wedding, and now again reaching the climax and the culmination <laughs> with this incredible event, our brother, 
our dear friend, our podcast master, the man that brought us all together in this place behind the microphones, Jeff DeVille, right? And it's all in his honor, and it's all for this weekend that he's tying the knot with his dear Tracy, who we love also. This is going to be it. This, this is it. I don't even know why I need to stay in New Orleans or America once this is completed because I'm going to shoot all loads this weekend. going to blow all loads, Jeff DeVille. Nothing's going to be left in the tank. We're going to spend all energy on this party and go absolutely crazy to celebrate you and your lovely bride. I expect to be practically dead by the end of this weekend and looking at tickets to fly back to a tropical island where I can convalesce in the privacy of my own strange fantasies that were photographed by Barbecue Dave and Joel <laughs> made a reference to that already in his Facebook post that he posted yesterday. Um, Jeff, did you have a comment that you want to make? Oh, all I, loads are going to be I, I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you buy the property? Okay. So, so listen, so listen. We're cutting to the chase here because, you know, dear, dear loyal listeners that have been following me intensely for all these years, if you are aware... This is taken off, right? And you guys know that what everyone is curious about. Now, I was heavily mocked when I called in from Mexico and I related the story about how I was about to buy a piece of beachfront property. <laughs> I, I, I was mocked mercilessly by my closest friends in the world, which I deserve because I realized it sounded like a crazy story. And maybe we could put, you know, in the uh, notes of this podcast if they want to refer back to that rant and they could find it in the previous episodes. That's so, why Spencer's here for them. That's why Spencer's here so they could see all those details. Yeah, that's I for sure. I am already on it digging you, those notes up. Thank you, Spencer. Please type that up, okay? And do I am right. typing away. And, and let me say this. And click, l- clack, click, click, clack, clack, clack. Well, I appreciate the sarcasm, Spence, and the beautiful head of hair that you have. Hair is for girls, and there's an inverse relationship between height and personality. You really lost out in life, but we're going to fix you up later. Everything's going to be okay. I'm sorry you're bald. (laughs) Listen, this is the bald man's philosophy that it's really for babies and girls, and it's a sign of maturity and character and intellectual power that it's like a follicle trying to survive on the surface of the sun. What is a girl right now? (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm not just a member. I'm also the president. President of the ball club for men, not the hair club. Oh, did for men, you okay? see the jacket? I'm totally a member. Oh, that's looking good. That is looking good. He's got a members only jacket on there, okay? But let me let me speak to Jeff's question briefly because I know it's a burning thought in everyone's mind, both in this room and in the far flung corners of the world. Yes, did I yes. buy the piece of property? The answer is yes. You did? The answer oh! is yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Mazel tov. Okay, so here's the the landowner. Yeah, so here's the deal. I'm a, I'm a landowner. I'm a landowner. I'm going back to Mexico in January to get to the registrar's office and make uh-huh. it all official. Did this and, give and, you the right to vote? Um, C. <laughs> I don't mean C Mexican for yes. Don't I mean C like S E E. I'm still speaking English. Everything is okay. But this is this is exciting, people, because when I go back there in January to go into the office and register it, I'm gonna have what's called a prestanombre, okay? Which is a Spanish phrase for a Mexican representative of my estate in Mexico. And it's this awesome lady that I've known for 20 years. I trust her completely. If she's going to screw me over, then it's a life lesson well-deserved and I accept it completely. But she's going to make it so that I don't have to fill out any paperwork. I don't have to go through the gringo hoops that they want to make me jump through. I don't have to pay capital gains taxes when I sell this thing and make a profit because I'm going to have this press the number. So we're going to go into the office together in January. Kind of pra- and then it's... Yeah, right and then it's going to be all official. And in fact, 
Jeff, I've been toying with this idea because I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this yet. Am I just going to sit on it and flip it? But lately, I'm thinking more and more, we need to build something on this, okay? I need to build Ah. it. And by we, I mean, hey, Ah. maybe, you know, we're going to pass around a little collection so that, (laughs) so that we could build something on it without me paying for it. And yet we could all hang out down there whenever we want to. I'm just joking about that. Actually, I don't want to get into it right now, but work is amazing for me right now. And I'm about to have all this wind that's going to allow me to build a well, house the, down there. The reason that Jeff asked that question, if I can speak for you, Jeff, yes, for a second, can. is that uh, Jeff and Tracy were in Amsterdam visiting our dear friends from over there, Philip and uh, Anne-Marie and others that are in the other room right now. And uh, they were, you guys were hanging out socially. This is the way I heard you guys tell me the story. You guys were hanging out socially and some you know, a Dutch person that hadn't been on the podcast <laughs> that you didn't know comes up to Jeff and says, oh, you're Jeff. Uh, did little homie buy the property? <laughs> right. So first of all, the he name, the name little it. homie, that everyone knows my name is little homie, and that also the story about buying the piece in Mexico has become the first thing on everyone's mind when they talk to anyone related to the podcast. Listen, loyal listeners out there, I invite all of you to come down to the town of Puerto Escondido in the state of Oaxaca in Mexico. Come visit me on my property in my house. We will go surfing. We will eat tacos. We will drink mezcal. We will black out. We will have you return to America with no memories of it whatsoever. That is the ideal vacation. Spencer did that today. I'm totally in, but I feel like you keep saying Preston Ombre, and all I think is my name is Preston, and you got scanned by some, like, Wall Street guy. Preston, no, no, Preston. no, Preston number. It's the name. It's the official name Preston of this uh, of, of, my, of this my name legal. Is Preston, I fucked you. No, ah. no, no. Her name. Her name is uh, Sarah Garcia Martinez, who's going to be my Preston number. It's just the title for an executor of an estate down Ooh, in Mexico. That's then I am totally down. No, no, you're coming, Spencer. You're coming for sure. We're going to shave your head at first. We're going to take a few inches out of your shins and make you more of a presentable <laughs> human being. But then I think I, you're going to do really well down there. Okay, you're going to do really, really well down there. But seriously, I invite everyone down there. This place is awesome. It's a paradise down there. I'm going to be back in January. Everyone here is invited to join me down there. Even if I don't have a house on the property, that two-bedroom house that I had on the beach, including utilities and cleaning lady, was 375 bucks month it's amazing down there working virtually and remotely and making american dollars and yes i'm I'm waving right now listeners towards our dear dear friend aaron who is going to come in and take my place in a moment but but let me just conclude by saying originally i was thinking oh let me do a rant about the expatriate lifestyle which i've kind of done before and talk about how great it is to travel but i realized how amazing it was to be back here jen odell how fantastic it was to be able to see you again. And so I realized that this is actually where I belong. And these three weeks have been three of the best weeks of my life, people. Excellent. You know, Ivan, little good, homie. It's a good life. Baby. Back again. Thank you. It's so good to be back in the podcast fold. I love it here. I, I adore the podcast. I've had so much fun. Thank you guys for having me on again. Jeff DeVille, this is your weekend. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy I wouldn't be anywhere else in the world except at your wedding this weekend. I totally appreciate that, and I appreciate the fact that you corroborated that story. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, buddy. I love you. It's so good to see you. It's so good to be back here. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. We are going to make the most of this weekend and drain every last drop of enjoyment out of this experience. Yeah, you're right. 
All right, I'm going to pass these headphones the and this chair on to Aaron and let him spiel a little Friend bit right now. Pod, but but the listeners, don't don't fear. I, I might return later in the podcast, so please don't oh, go away. You please may. don't go away, and please don't break Stay train of thought. Down. But um, I shall return. While uh, Aaron is getting settled in, um, thank you, Ivan. I'll say that, little homie. I'll say that, uh, Jeff, you were like, you are like, oh, that was, I think it was Joel's idea for the podcast. I'm not sure if that's true, but I think... I mean, I might have, like... Because we did the Atheist Sports Show first. Well, you pushed it. I think I pushed it. But then the big... And we've always been... What I love about you, Jeff, is we've always... Like, from the name of the podcast, when you and I sat there at Molly's on... It was the Oyster Festival, I want to say. You were like, meet me. I was like, what are we going to call the podcast? And this was 2.0. This was after we had already been uh-huh. doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, let's go meet, and we'll just figure out a name. And most people, it takes, like days and iterations <laughs> of multiple shit yeah. and you're and we came up with like in two seconds yeah just sitting there at molly's on the game <laughs> right. yeah like both of us had oh babe it's a like you know it just happened really quickly yeah and i think the the banter that we had on those like golf cart rides that led to that that which really led to the atheist sports show first which we realized wasn't kind of it was too much production too too heavy a burden. Yeah, we figured that podcast is easier. Twenty second timeout. Did you and just use Molly's and good idea in the same sentence? Good life. A few seconds ago. Good life. Did I say good idea? I make no, no, that's just awesome. Um, but good idea. Why not? It is a good idea, and that's Aaron on the mic, and we're gonna get to him in one second. But I will say this, Jeff. Uh, there is one place where you and I have like a golf divide oh, over our it? creative, like uh, our a creative. Divide. Well, over our creative history in terms of, like, what we have come up with. Hit me with it. Well, you know, it's the one-liner, and I think you're going to remember it. Oh, yeah, the one that I made up? The one that I did that Griper signed off on that I think that... But you can't rely on Griper. No, you can't. And what's the the line? And you could have got corroboration from him at any point. That's true. He's an easy corroborator. As soon as I said it, then you went and told Griper. Oh, right. And And then then he assumed... Okay, I'm gonna the fresh okay. joke belong to Joel. I okay. <laughs> I am going to officially say right now on the podcast, episode 175 of com that Jeff came up with the line. Oh my god! Just gonna say it, even though I'm. Oh my god! I was maybe blacked out as it is written. I'm just gonna finally say, Jeff, that was the funniest line I've ever fu- fucking heard. You know? <laughs> Come on! No, it was a funny for a one-liner, yeah. and in the context of which it was said. I just remember you and I laugh, laughing our asses off. I think in the hands of somebody like Stephen Wright or right. another comedian, who the kind that do one-liners. That's right. And the right delivery. That's right. That joke kills. But in that moment, in that context, you and I had to stop the golf cart because we were bawling and we were laugh, laughing so hard. We had to stop doing what we were doing, kind of, you know, because it was just such a funny collect. And, and it came up. I'm saying again from Jeff's head. <laughs> Which I thought it came up from my head, because you know how sometimes you like you just assume maybe it came from anyway. What and the joke is, um, black people invented math. That's it. Wait. It's like a with us. It's like, black black people invented math. That's a joke. And we laughed for minutes and minutes while we were on the clock. I, yeah. I guess you just had to have been there, maybe. Um. It's a, no. It's empirically funny. No, that's a, a good joke. 
It's a good joke. I I didn't get like maybe they're fucking. You know how white people invented fucking. You know how Spencer. You know how white people invented crack. Yeah. So the joke was black people invented meth to fuck with fucking white people. Okay, well maybe like heroin or. I think it might have worked on you. Did you get maybe opiates would be funnier right now? Right now, opiates would be. I feel like oh, black people invented oxycotton. That would be hilarious. In these times. But at the time, pre-pod, yes. I'm, y- I'm a young guy. I'm a millennial. I was going to say, Spencer's 25 years younger. I'm 28. <laughs> Wait, are y'all 53? Sorry. Aaron, Aaron Lambert in the house. Yes. Everybody. Hi. How are you? I've got nothing on. to say after Ivan. Let's and, all go fucking party. Yeah, <laughs> let's in Mexico. just stop it's talking on. and yeah, go to Mexico. On. I agree. Yeah, Aaron. I think everyone likes Mexico. Aaron, uh, you're our honorable mention for best guest at the last minute i'm honored and uh, uh no i i love doing these podcasts with y'all I and mean, they've always been really really fun i love doing it with jeff because jeff's brittle old curmudgeon saints like <laughs> like me but I, but in a very real real sense for example the game coming up on sunday uh-huh you know all i've been thinking about is the hit on pierre thomas like 10 years ago yes, they had in Candlestick Park yeah. that was the beginning of the abortion of our franchise thanks That's to right. Roger Goodell abortion's yeah. a strong that, word that we've, sure. that we've talked about over and over on the podcast yes and, yes. and fucking the, payback the, and this game is upon us thank you jo- thank you Joel yeah I, I, it's and I, I I know you feel similarly so I just think the Saints are like this sneaky unsexy team although they are super sexy you know like they've got these players so like, sexy yeah you know that are sexy, sexy. that should be superstars you know but they don't they don't, they don't have the personalities uh where they put themselves out there like other players you know i i just between camara and michael thomas you know they're where, good dudes yeah they're yeah. good dudes yeah i mean uh, the saints are just kind of laying there you know, and other people are like, look, I digress a little bit because I don't think they're going to make it anywhere. But like, it's kind of nonsense to uh, not pay attention to the Buffalo Bills, who are like, what, nine and three now? You yeah, know? they just beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Yeah, they, they're really good. Well, the Cowboys yeah. suck. Too. <laughs> I'm, they do suck, but but I, I'm happy because I've got a couple friends from Buffalo and, and they're a great fan base. And that team has... I mean, wide right. What else do you have to say about the Buffalo Bills? I mean, it's great to see them have some success. On the <laughs> same token, I say, fuck the Bills. It's all about the Saints this weekend. Let's get the job done. And I'm not sure if this is right or not, but I think the two losses that the Niners have taken are, you know, once again against winning teams. Did you see that game with Baltimore last Sunday by chance? Oh, my God. Those were two. They're two really good, te- that's really a, that's good teams. That's a frightening team. Really good teams. But yeah. but I don't think San Francisco will be able to run as easily against us as they have been against most people. And if you're telling me that a banged up 36 year old Richard Sherman is going to guard Michael Thomas all game, I, I like our odds. But wait, you're my film guy. I've got a, a film issue because I finally got around to seeing the Irish thing last all right, night. Okay, all right. okay, all right, all right, okay. I understand that egos come into the role of every profession. Every profession. Sure. But we're talking about actors right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Especially that one. How is it, I think, the, the, 
the 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 true uh, Latin term is 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 how fucking crazy do you have to be to be De Niro sitting in dailies to see yourself for the first time digitized to the point that you look like uh, Travolta in that movie he did about L. Ron Hubbard and all that stuff. It was so distracting that I, 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 it was, it was upsetting. I sat through the whole thing. I did watch the whole thing, but I really want to know if it was as distracting for you as it was for me. With the de-ageism thing? Yeah. And the Irishman? I thought it was excellently rendered. Really? Okay. I mean, I know that people can see it, but my context was coming from a reference of previous films that I've seen that have used that technology. See, I'm ignorant to that. That's why I wanted to ask you, like, what are the other films that use that technology? uh, There was one with Jeff Bridges uh, recently that used it, where they had to have him young at the end. Captain Marvel. Uh, they used it first in Tron 2. Word. That was it. Dude, are you fucking with the little... Okay, know, okay. Where Jeff Bridges is like the bad guy, and then they had to show something of him being young, and that's the first time I can remember people using that. here was my issue. I was watching it on a 70-inch screen, literally sitting like six feet away from it. I was close as shit. Right. So every scene when it happened, like, it, it was... It was weird visually, like it was it was startling for me. So I'm wondering, I, I didn't see it the right way, obviously. Right, right. Well, because I my mean, eyes like weren't adjusting to it, it. It still needs work, you know. Like, like remember Alien Three? Yeah, which is the one that takes place on like the garbage right ship or something, and they're prisoners. Um, that movie had horrible effects. But they made the decision to not go with the rubber suit, and they made the decision to go with the full body animation of the alien, and it failed miserably. I mean, if you watch that movie again, it's they it's, decided that post production after they had done it, yeah, the other way, oh. yeah, they set up effect shots, and they're like, you know, the the alien's going to be here, mm. you know, it's falling out of the ceiling, and then it's going to land, right, and. I just remember this one scene where, like, the effects were just terrible. You know, it was awful. So bad that it was like it took away from the horror, you know. And uh, and then I thought, you know, it's like you just got to give it time. They're working on it all the time, yeah. you know. And uh, But it reaches a certain point where they start using it before it's really ready. You know what I mean? Because the producers are just like, just slap that on there. Do it. You know, see, that's the thing. If it would have been like if I'd seen it for the first time visually or noticed it in like a James Cameron movie, I wouldn't have thought twice. But it was actually Jeremy that that, that pointed it out to me. It's like the fact that it was Scorsese. Yeah. Just and the fact that I probably really need to get my eyes checked again. Oh, that, well, could, be, that could be it. Exactly. Definitely. Is it? That I mean, I mean, who can enjoy the what? breadth of hypocrisy more than Martin Scorsese and still come out a winner? True. Right, I mean, he's like lambasting Netflix, right? Like uh, three years ago, and now he's like, I can't make a, I can't make a deal with a studio for this movie at all, except through Netflix. I was wondering why it was on Netflix because that was the last thing I remember was that whole thing about. 
We got the production dollars from Netflix. Yeah, every yeah. studio get pass. Paid. Yep. Um, two I things real paid. quick. I feel like we need to get Randy Perez back in here because I think Spencer's been dealing with some knobs at work over there, and I'm hearing some interesting things. So we we get Randy back in, but I want to get back to with AP, and sorry to disrupt that conversation. Hey, can we cut it and like do this in the next episode? Yeah, just yeah. Keep, and we will have these guys back on. But real, I want these guys to counterpoint Spencer real quick on the Cowboys since you brought it up. The Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. And I just want we and we're gonna have you guys on in the next episode, Andy and okay. Philip. You're both gonna be on. But just real quick, these little thoughts about like. What's the best way to torture a cowboy fan? Like, if you could, like, if you're, oh, it's if you're hard the puppet, when the math the, they're doing as good as if they are. If right you're now. the puppet master, it's like for me, it's like make them have eight and eight seasons forever. I, I think we went through three of those in a row with Jason Garrett. The thing is, we just got to get rid of Jason Garrett. No, you got to get rid of your owner. Until that happens, you're never. It's but never the thing is, we just have to wait for him to die because he's not going to get rid of that power. Until then, like until the no, Mavs are doing well, LSU's doing well. I'm that's, not in too bad of a. That's cool. Yeah. That's good, Spencer. I'm glad to hear that. Can we get Randy in here real quick, and um, just to look for the board? Hey. And um, but the whole point is, Spencer is like I'm. I'm glad you're stoked about Luca. He's awesome. Luca is the he's, truth. He's the truth. A Twenty-year-old MVP. He's a, he's a, the yes. He's the, you, you went from putting up numbers that ridiculous. are even Spencer, better than I love you. You went from Dirk to fucking Luca. Okay, your life is set. You got LSU about to win the national championship. You're fucking awesome. But the thing about the Cowboys is that, the reason you're stuck with Jason Garrett and all these mediocre, overplayed players is because you managed to eke out uh, eight wins a season. And the rest of us who hate the Cowboys love the fact that you guys win half the time. I'm more than happy Aaron, to sacrifice a Aaron, how cool is it? I don't know if you're like a big time LSU fan, but how cool is it that, you know, what transformed this quarterback into, you know, the number one or two team in the country is, is a this, black and gold alumni. This guy from the Saints. I'll say, I'll say this. Uh-huh. Uh, raised in New Orleans, you know, Tulane played LSU every year. Right. I rooted for Tulane. You're a Tulane. So, so growing up, I'm a, a roll wave roll. I'm a green wave guy. Got it. I, I like to see LSU do well, but I, I, I'm not exactly the rabid fan that some of my friends are sure. and have been over the years. Yeah. Always supported them, however. But yeah, how could I not be in? It's sort of like being in with Tulane when they brought in Curtis Jackson a couple of years ago, our wide receivers coach from the Saints to run the team. That, that's right. It, it's and the way that it's clicked uh, uh, couldn't be, really couldn't be happier. I mean, there's uh, um, so many local kids on the team, and to see them having the success and to see them doing it in a way like all my LSU, it's, LSU has not been fun to watch the last 30 years. They've no. run the ball, run the Not saying they haven't been great. They've been great. But, yeah, they won the national title Yeah, but this, this is a very eye-friendly uh, – Way to to watch football games for sure, and yeah, I, I'm really so. I'm really happy for them. I, I you know it'd be nice to see them do well. I'd like to see Tulane get more support because that was fun going to see their games this year. Everybody go see Tulane Green Wave when you can. And they had that. Old, I actually the, went to the games. This I went to uh, one of the games. It was awesome. Great experience. Yeah, it was great. Drew Holiday we, was hanging out there. It was really? awesome. No. We, were, we were at the incredible finish game. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh wait, the one against that, Houston. Oh okay. No, I wasn't there. There was another one where it was like the like what was the, not the last home game, 
was the one oh, the UCF. Yes, I didn't UCF. See, yeah. Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah, one. Well, we we left right before they caught up, and like there was like a onside kick weirdness. Man. Folks, we have such a focus, uh, loyal, maybe small listening base that Tulane football. That's our that's our brand. Well, Rock Hannes, out to you guys, <laughs> Rock Hannes. Yeah, right. um, but just before we go to, we're going to finish up this episode with Aaron. I mean, I and and uh, I just you had brought up the Cowboys, Aaron, and we got two people here. Um, you had right. You had brought and if and, I did, it was completely by default and just to I'm sure I, I just, slam I did, them. Since Spence is here and he he broke <laughs> he broke the electricity, that's going to make like our life hard. Like in the post edit. I just brought two people in here who are going to be guests on the next show, the next episode, just to give their thoughts on the Cowboys. And this is Cousin Andy and AP. Well, you know, Joel, as, as a Giants fan, primarily, um, it's very easy for me to express my ill will toward the Cowboys and all of their ilk. Um, for me, heaven is Jason Garrett managing a series of 7-9 and nine to 10-6 and six teams that don't go anywhere in the playoffs for perpetuity. Um, my nightmare scenario is that they fire him after this season and the Giants bring him in as coach to replace Pat Shermer, <laughs> which has been mooted. Um, e- either way, I, I, you know, I've often, as a listener to the podcast, wanted to be in the room when Spencer was here, waxing philosophic about how great Dak Prescott is because you know every team lucks out with their fourth-round pick blooming into an MB. MVP candidate. 52 passes a game. Yep. Every game. Chucking it. Well, Chucking yeah. it. Chucking yeah. it. Yeah. But I, I, I got to be honest, I, I'm losing my game today because the only thing I can think of when I think of, when I see Spencer is that I appreciate him coming dressed up as Cliff from Singles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just show me that photo. That's pretty good. AP, any Cowboys thoughts? thoughts well, the only uh, statistic I... Uh, got in on my 15 hour flight in was that uh, Dallas uh, has won against teams with losing record and lost against teams with a winning record so that's why uh, Spencer is fucked off because this is the only <laughs> exciting game of the year because both teams are 6-6 six and six tonight so that's the <laughs> yes, only exciting yes. I mean, he doesn't that's know right. the other ones he can fill in <laughs> yep. I gotta say I feel a little bad that we've been Spending this much time dumping on the Cowboys oh, and no time and no time dumping on the Falcons. Like I really, something just feels out of whack. Randy, what do you think? Twenty-eight to three. Never we forget, sh- folks. Yeah, we should. Uh, well, twenty-eight to three now, and now the total. Uh, oh, uh, the total gift. Yeah. Oh Jesus God! How have we not been talking about that the whole time? That is never going to go away in his career after he's done. Never. It was. My 77-year-old mother sent it to me a couple of days ago. The thing, the thing has completely gone around. It is awesome. It's the best reason for the interwebs. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, it's made up for, for tweets and, and all that shit. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Well, Aaron Lambert, I'm um, hey. so glad you're here, dude. We're going to take a little bit of a break. And, and I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I cut you off in the middle of the space uh, uh, movie talk to make fun of Spencer and his Cowboys. Um, but we're gonna work here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Randy's back on the board and we're gonna um, take a little break and uh, continue our little social party uh, celebrating Jeff and Tracy's wedding coming up in two it's days. It's a celebration. And then we're gonna have some more folks on the uh, do it mic again. like do it again. Uh, sing it again. 
It's a celebration. <laughs> like cousin Andrew that, that, that's and production uh, value. That's <laughs> that's why you're there, and Spencer will never be there again. Uh, big box. Um, so uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, Jeff, you want to take us out? Yeah, it's a good life, Dave.com. Jeff and Jules, Tales from New Orleans. Uh, just you know, click on the next link. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll be here one more time. It's <laughs> a good life. Continue to listen to it. Yeah, it's 175. We're about to do 176. We're going to keep rocking. Okay. Yeah, you right. We'll see you there. There's no outro music? I just do. Yeah, you're right. That's what we do. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I could have echoed you or something. Uh, next time. I wish let's I had claps. Let's do that. Yeah, pre production preparation, yeah. fellas. Come on now. I know y'all use suspenser, but whatever. <laughs> Are the Cowboys 